Are you interested in starting your own podcast? I think Anchor FM is the best. Here's why. With easy and fast setup, you'll be a pro in podcasting right out the gate. There is no additional equipment to buy because you can podcast right from your phone, your laptop, or your desktop computer. Anchor has great editing features such as music and even splitting your podcast in sections. And Anchor does all the distribution for you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google, and more. And the best part about Anchor is you can make money with no minimum listening audience. So, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Write Center. This is your podcast for those stenographers, voice writers, closed captioners, all my court reporting people. This is a podcast just for you. So, welcome. Please, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I'm trying to get um, subscribers in this new podcast, so it would help me out tremendously if you could hit the subscribe button. Also, go to YouTube. Um, and visit my channel, Sandra Stenography, or Sandra Steno for short. Um, you should be able to find it on YouTube. And there are many, 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 many videos over there for you to practice. Almost 700. So don't forget to subscribe over there as well. Trying to get my subscriber count up on both platforms. And you guys can help. Thank you. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive deeply into what we're doing this evening and you guys you know we left off on that testimony of the uh let's see it is the testimony of the commerce commission um if i'm saying it right and um let's see can i see the title here not on the title page but from how to become an expert court reporter and because I gave you guys part two of this last week, let me pull my mic a little closer, make sure you guys can hear me, hope you can hear me well. Um, last week I did part one of this. And so um, to start off with, I would like to do a five minute warm up on what we did, part of what we did last week. We won't do the whole thing, but we will do a five minute warm up with it. I hope you guys have taken the time to practice that. Um, you probably didn't. Well, you had to know that I was going to come back with this because there's I, I put part one in the title. So um, let's let's and I'm going to speed it up a little bit too. All right, yes, that's what we're going to do, and then we'll get into part two. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. Um, from page forty-eight here, we've got Beckett. Uh, as a lawyer, and looks like wait, we've got Beckett here, we've got Examiner Smith. Who else here? It looks like it so far. If there's anybody else, I'll say so. All right, five minute warm up ready. That's right. Mr. Beckett, 
we will show that the fair from Bridgeland, South Carolina, to Montiac, Georgia, is 65 cents. That the fair from Montiac, Georgia, to Savannah, Georgia, is 25 cents, semicolon. That the fare from Ridgeland to Savannah proper is a dollar ten cents more than the aggregate of the two fares. That there is a bridge for which any excess charge might be made and that it lies between Ridgeland and Montiac. But no such excess charge is made for that part of the road. That the district from Montiac to Savannah is thoroughly settled, and therefore the suggestion contained in the answer of the Atlantic coastline that the sparsely settled condition of the country accounted for the 10 cents difference does not apply. <clears throat> that is the sum and substance of it. Examiner Smith, there is no question as to the rate of fare and no question as to the difference, is there? I see in the answer of the Atlantic Coastline Railroad Company that the actual distance between Montiac and Ridgeland is 24 and a half miles. And between Montiac and Savannah is 10 and a half miles. Beckett, there will be no dispute about that. And under the circumstances, I will not desire to introduce the letter. Smith, the answer goes on to say that the tariff on file with this commission shows the distance between Savannah and Montiac as 15 miles. The defendant admits that the rate of 65 cents fare between Ridgeland and Montiac and that the fare between Montiac and Savannah is 25 cents. Is it not fair to assume, although it is not stated in the answer, that the mileage coupons collected from Ridgeland and Montiac would be 25 in number 
for 25 miles and from Montiath to Savannah, 10 and number 10 miles. Beckett, yes, we had two gentlemen come down last evening to prove that. Smith, if you make the trip in two parts, that is, from Ridgeland to Montiath and from Savannah to Montiath, it will be 25 plus 10. Beckett, that is what happened yesterday evening. Mr. W.D. Hudson, a traveling man, did that last night. Smith. All right, there's your warm-up. I hope you have briefs for Montiath which is spelled M-O-N-T-E-I-T-H. And then we've got Savannah. I would do Sav, Sav, and Mont, Mont. All right. Let's continue on with part two of this. <clears throat> part two of this, we'll have Solomon Lipman called as a witness and having been duly sworn. He testifies as follows in five. This is a direct examination. Beckett and Lipman. If anybody else shows up, I'll let you know. In five, four, three, two, one. Read these notes as well. Beckett, what, what is your name? Lipman. Solomon Lipman. Beckett, where do you live, Mr. Lipman? Lipman, Ridgeland, South Carolina. Beckett, are you the complainant in this case? Lipman, I am. Beckett, do you travel occasionally between Ridgeland and Savannah? Lipman, I do, quite often, and my family does too. Beckett, now, Mr. Lipman, I will ask you to state whether or not you have ever traveled on a mileage book. Lipman, no, sir. Beckett, now, Mr. Lipman, will you please state whether or not you have observed the requirements of the railroad in mileage books for passage from Ridgeland to Savannah, Callaway. I object to the question for the reason that you cannot change the effect of any legal tariff by testimony of what was done. The construction of a tariff is a matter of law and is confined to that. 
if it is the purpose to prove the custom Beckett, I want to prove the actual practice, Lipman. I observed it last night, and I observed it before. Mr. Beckett, you have observed the requirements of the railroad and mileage books for passage between those two places. Mr. Lipman, yes, sir. Beckett, how long has it been under your observation? Lipman, oh, for some years. I have been watching these matters for several years. Beckett, did you have occasion yesterday to notice particularly the mileage pulled for this distance between Ridgeland and Savannah and Montiet and Savannah, Mr. Lipman? I did last night. Beckett, what mileage was pulled and from whom between Ridgeland and Montiet? Lipman, the agent, Mr. Page, did not know the exact mileage, and I told him it was 25 miles that he was entitled to pull, and he pulled 25 miles out of Mr. Hudson's book last night. Beckett, what is the fare? from Ridgeland to Savannah when you buy a ticket. Lipman, it is a dollar. Beckett, what is the fare from Ridgeland to Montian when you buy a ticket? Lipman, 65 cents. Beckett, I would like to know how you know that. Lipman, I paid 65 cents last night for ticket number 581 from Ridgeland to Montiel. Beckett, I will ask if on yesterday evening you purchased a ticket from Ridgeland to Savannah. Lipman, I did. Number 1,942, Ridgeland to Savannah, for which I paid a dollar. Beckett, did you pay on the train from Montiet to Savannah? Lipman, I did. Beckett, how much? Lipman, 25 cents. There is the slip handing the paper to Mr. Beckett. That's in brackets. Took us five minutes and 29 seconds to get through that. All right. Cross-examination, ready? This is Callaway and Littman. Callaway. It seems to me, Mr. Lipman, that you are familiar with the making of 
memoranda and things of that sort. Lipman, what is that? Callaway, I say it seems to me that you are familiar with the making of memoranda and things of that sort. Lipman, yes, sir. I have been in this matter in order to get it adjusted, dash, to try to get the matter adjusted. Callaway, yes, I see it is. It is a practice of yours, is it not, Mr. Lippman, to buy two tickets, one a local ticket to where a train does not stop and the other a through ticket to where the train does stop and then on the train to present the local ticket and demand that you be put off at a point where the train does not stop mr lippman yes sir if you want to get the matter in shape you have to prepare for it callaway do you mean to say that you have observed many times that the interstate mileage was pulled from Ridgeland to Montiet and the intrastate mileage from Montiet to Savannah? Are you willing to swear to that? Lipman, I have a ticket in my satchel showing it was pulled for 25 miles from Bridgeland to Montiet. Callaway, is there any dispute about that 25 miles from Bridgeland to Montiet? Lipman, yes, sir, there is. Callaway, that is an interstate ticket that has been pulled for 25 miles? Lipman, yes, sir. Callaway, was that your ticket? Lipman, no, sir. It belongs to a friend. Callaway, now, Mr. Lipman, do you mean to tell us that you have frequently observed that when you got to Montiet and came on from Montiet, the conductor pulled 10 miles from Montiet into Savannah or something like that? Lipman, I cannot say whether or not I observed it, but I have heard the traveling man talk about it. I keep a hotel and the traveling men stop at my hotel. And they talked about the matter. Callaway, 
How long have you been hearing them say that, Mr. Lipman? Lipman, ever since I had the matter up with the Railroad Commission of the state of Georgia. They have pulled it since that time, but not before. Callaway, you know, of course, that this Georgia mileage book was not issued until December 17, 1913. I do not know whether that mileage book was purchased or not. But Mr. Hudson had a book, Callaway. These times that you have observed that the Georgia mileage was pulled out of the book for 10 miles. Let me know, no. I was told that by the traveling men who stopped at my place, Callaway, and at that time, that book was not issued. Lipman, I do not know anything about the books that have not been issued. Callaway, you do not know what kind of a book it was. Lipman, no, I do not. Callaway, you do not know whether it was pulled or not. You do not know anything about it? That is all. We've got a few more seconds. Would you guys like to do some speed building? A few more minutes, shall we? Come on, let's go. Lipman, yes, sir. If you want to get to the matter in shape, you have to prepare for it. Callaway, do you mean to say that you have observed many times that the interstate mileage was pulled from Ridgeland to Montiet and the intrastate mileage from Montiet to Savannah? Are you willing to swear to that? Lipman, I have a ticket in my satchel showing it was pulled for 25 miles from Ridgeland to Montiet. Callaway, is there any dispute about that? 25 miles from Ridgeland to Montiet. Lipman, yes, sir, there is. Callaway, that is an interstate ticket that has been pulled for 25 miles? Lipman, yes, sir. Callaway, was that your ticket? Lipman, no, sir. It belongs to a friend. Callaway, now, Mr. Lipman, do you mean to tell us that you have frequently observed that when you got to Montiet and came on from Montiet, the conductor pulled 10 miles from Montiet into Savannah or something like that? Lipman, I cannot say whether or not I observed it, but I have heard the traveling men talk about it. I keep a hotel and the traveling men stop at my hotel. 
and they talked about the matter. Callaway, how long have you been hearing them say that, Mr. Lipman? Mr. Lipman, ever since I had the matter up with the Railroad Commission of the state of Georgia. They have pulled it since that time, but not before. Callaway, you know, of course, that this Georgia mileage book was not issued until December 17th, 1913. Lipman, I do not know whether that mileage book was purchased or not. But Mr. Hudson had a book, Callaway. These times that you have observed that the Georgia mileage was pulled out of the book for 10 miles, Lipman, no, no. I was told that by the traveling men who stopped at my place, Callaway. And at that time, that book was not issued. Lipman, I do not know anything about the books that have not been issued. All right. A few more minutes, guys. I'm going to slow it down for accuracy. Bring it back down. Ready? Callaway, it seems to me, Mr. Lipman, that you are familiar with the making of memoranda and things of that sort. Lipman, what is that? Mr. Callaway, I say, it seems to me that you are familiar with the making of memoranda and things of that sort. Lipman, yes, sir. I have been in this matter in order to get it adjusted to try to get the matter adjusted. Callaway, yes, I see it is. It is a practice of yours, is it not, Mr. Lippman, to buy two tickets, one a local ticket, to where a train does not stop, and the other a through ticket to where the train does stop, and then on the train to present the local ticket and demand that you be put off at a point where the train does not stop? Lipman, yes, sir. If you want to get the matter in shape, you have to prepare for it. Callaway, do you mean to say that you have observed many times that the interstate mileage was pulled from Ridgeland to Montiet and the intrastate mileage from Montiet to Savannah? Are you willing to swear to that? Lipman, I have a ticket in my satchel showing it was pulled for 25 miles from Ridgeland to Montiet. Callaway, is there any dispute about that 25 miles from Ridgeland to Montiet? Lipman, yes, sir. There is. 
Callaway. That is an interstate ticket that has been pulled for 25 miles. Lipman, yes, sir. Callaway, was that your ticket? Lipman, no, sir. It belongs to a friend. Callaway, now, Mr. Lipman, do you mean to tell us that you have frequently observed that when you got to Montia and came on from Montia, the conductor pulled 10 miles from Montia into Savannah or something like that? Lipman, I cannot say whether or not I observed it, but I have heard the traveling men talk about it. I keep a hotel and the traveling men stop at my hotel and they talked about the matter. Callaway, how long have you been hearing them say that, Mr. Lipman? Mr. Lipman, ever since I had the matter up with the Railroad Commission of the state of Georgia, they have pulled it since that time, but not before. Callaway, you know, of course, that this Georgia mileage book was not issued until December 1913. Lipman, I do not know whether that mileage book was purchased or not, but Mr. Hudson had a book, Callaway. These times that you have observed that the Georgia mileage was pulled out of the book for 10 miles, Mr. Lipman, no, no. I was told that by the traveling men who stopped at my place, Callaway. And at that time, that book was not issued. Lipman, I do not know anything about the books that have not been issued. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.